Hello everyone and welcome to Words from Abba, a place where we look to reveal the Father's heart so that you may be confident in who he is and what he has to say to and about you. I am your host Melissa Turnbull but you can call me Mel for short. If you haven't already, please feel free to like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is at words from ABBA, all one word and all small caps. And make sure to have a look at our website, which is www.wordsfromabba.wixsite.com forward slash home. Thank you for joining us today and I hope you're blessed by today's episode. Hello, 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 everybody. It has been a minute. It's been a while since um we've recorded anything. I think the last time we recorded was all the way back at the beginning of February. Um, and we've missed you guys. Uh, or at least I've missed you guys. I hope you've missed me too. Maybe at some point, probably in the new year, we'll do an episode just to discuss everything that's kind of happened, why we kind of went underground a little bit. It's it's really been a year of changes. I think, you know, at the beginning of the year, I kind of spoke about how um I was going to be running the podcast in a slightly different way. And I remember at that time, as I was recording that, I distinctly remember having a feeling that things were not going to be the same in this year. And boy, oh boy. <laughs> Were they different? But we thank God that we're still here. We're still alive. Um, you know, and the Lord is still on the throne and God is still good. But, um, we, we just wanted to really finish off, um, the lessons that we're doing on the fruit of the spirit. And I'm so, so, so glad to say that today I will not be discussing this all by myself. I have the pleasure of, um, having a very amazing man of God join me today. He is anointed, appointed, and full of the Holy Spirit. Um, so I, I'm hoping that you'll help me in welcoming my partner in crime, my partner in love, life, and ministry, Pastor Simbarashi Timbo. Let's give him a hand of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, babe. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here. Um, finally, <laughs> On uh, on an episode from Words from Abba, I've just been listening from the background, and uh, I've been blessed by each and every episode that I that I've been listening to so far. And um, I am excited that finally <laughs> <laughs> you're finally I'm here. part of the cast now. <laughs> but to be honest, you're so humble. He he doesn't just you know listen. He also encourages me he helps me with editing he helps me with um, maybe when I'm doing some of the studies just the discussions that we have so he's not just you know a quiet bystander he hasn't just been a quiet bystander he's really been very instrumental in helping to bring this vision to fruition so to finally actually have him here and to have him share his knowledge and share you know the gems that he has it's qu- it's quite an honor and a privilege for us as well so welcome welcome oh thank you all right. So like we say, like I said, we're going to be continuing with um, the fruit of the spirit. And I think we had about two aspects of the fruit of the spirit, two or three aspects of the f- two aspects of the fruit of the spirit that we had to speak about. And today we're going to be talking about gentleness. So, babe, do you have anything that you would like to say about gentleness? I think it's quite an interesting uh, topic mm-hmm. to be talking about. And uh Especially when uh, we talk about gentleness in this present day world that we're living in, you mm-hmm. know, uh, gentleness. Uh, I think from uh, 
the word of God from uh, Galatians 5.22, where we find the fruit of the Spirit, gentleness is mentioned, but um, I think it also is uh, mentioned as humility or meekness, which is something that is interesting and something that we really ought to learn about and have you know, in this present times that we're living mm. in. So, yeah, I'm excited to just go deeper into it and, and find out what or what we can, what we will find in our dig. Yeah, and I think it's worth mentioning that we'd actually tried to record this episode last week, didn't we? And we had a really good discussion, but hey, <laughs> technology was an enemy of progress and we just lost all that Footage. Is it footage? Yeah, yeah. But we'll see what we come up with today. You know, you, you never record <laughs> the same things. You, you never record the same yeah, twice. Yeah, it's, it's never like, the same twice. Yeah. So I think me and my husband were saying that maybe that one was just, you know, for us. <laughs> <laughs> for our own benefit. <laughs> and this one is for everybody else. But anyway, um, so as most of you know, whenever I'm doing these things, I always like to go and look at what the original um a word was that was used and as Simba already alluded to the word gentleness there um it also denotes like words like meekness humility um and the Greek word for it is praos so that's praos and it means um it's a form it's a form or it, in certain parts it means that it's gentle, it's humble, it's meek and the re the root word for it is actually it's actually called Praos. So you've got praos is, is what gentleness is. And then the root word for it is praus, which means mildness of disposition, gentleness of spirit, meekness. So for in everything, it's like the gentleness that's being spoken of there. It's, it's almost speaking about humility. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really talking a lot about humility. It is. And, uh, I think especially, uh, if it's, uh, a fruit, of the spirit, you know, like what you've always mentioned that, uh, there are different aspects, but it's all one fruit. And if it's a fruit of the spirit, I think we would be interested to look even more into, into the spirit itself. You know, mm. this is the spirit of God we are talking about. This is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so if, uh, we talk about the spirit and you know how for me, I, I like to, to, to say and, uh, that the Holy Spirit is a person, you know, mm. the person of the Holy Spirit. And so it's part of his character, you mm. know, and, uh, you, it's sort of like looking into the character of the Holy Spirit and, uh, how gentleness or meekness comes in, you know, when you look at his actions, his acts and, and the things that it does, you know, um, how it shows a lot of humility and yeah. meekness, yeah. you know, and I think we, we, we could definitely learn something from that. Yeah. And I think like, even as we're speaking about humility and what gentleness means, um, I'm just struck by how, when you think of a gentle person, you think you, we generally think that it's somebody who's just quiet, soft spoken. They don't, um, like to rock the boat a lot. Or things like that. But then when you think about what humility and meekness is, it's 
almost like a person has this power about them, but rather than exercising that power over someone else, they choose to kind of lay it down. Do you know what I mean? Like that when, yeah. when, when we're speaking about humility right now, that's what I'm thinking about. It's like, imagine that you are a person who's the best at something, you know, and you know you're the best at something, but you don't use that bestness of yours to, you don't load that over other people, but rather it's like, you know, like how the Bible speaks about Christ um, laying down, you know, that he didn't, he didn't think godliness or his godliness is something to be, to hold on to, yeah. but rather he laid it down and chose to die even death on a cross. So that, that gentleness, when you, that gentleness, when you're thinking about it in terms of humility, it's not talking about a lack of power or a lack of, of strength. I, I rather think it's even the opposite. It's, you know, the full knowledge of the strength that you have and the power that you have in Christ, but you don't use that to load it over people, you know, like kind of like God, God is fully God in himself, but he doesn't lord his godliness over us. You know how the Bible talks about how he doesn't deal with us as our sins deserve, as we deserve to be dealt with. But rather he remembers, you know, that we are flesh and that we're prone mm. to forgetting and there's grace and there's mercy. So when I'm thinking of the gentleness of God, it's it's those attributes of himself that he could choose to fully exercise his godliness, he could choose, like if God really wanted to right now, he could be malevolent, like he could be an evil God and there's literally nothing we could do about it. But rather he chooses to be gentle, he chooses to be benevolent, he chooses to be good to us. And I think that's like part of how his gentleness is is shown through to us as his children. Yeah, we see a lot of gentleness through that. I think um, it's uh, there's a lot of... Um, gentleness when you talk about even salvation itself you mm. know like from the word of god john three sixteen says uh, for god so loved the world you know that he mm. gave his one and only begotten son mm. that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life mm. you know with that itself i see gentleness in terms of whosoever believes you know is like i'm not going to force myself i'm not going to 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 put it uh to be a dictator or you know put it as a decree but but he just gives you the opportunity the chance mm -hmm. you know to to make decisions on your own so i see gentleness in that you know um <laughs> bring it yet maybe closer to 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 home you know for uh for me being a man you mm -hmm. know um they say oh he's such a gentleman why would somebody say that because I wouldn't force myself uh, or force my will over somebody mm. or force my will over you, over whatever that you don't like. Mm. But I would want to act in the most gentle way uh, possible in a way that you um, are also comfortable with. Mm. So I, we see a lot of like humility in that, knowing that maybe as the head of the house, I might have the power to just say thing say a thing and 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 that's it but then having to come down to that level where i say no we actually have to discuss this you know i'm, I'm not just going to force it over you it's just like god and god is like i'm not going to you know just to force my will over you but i'm mm. going to give you this opportunity for you to 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 decide mm. and not just that coming down to our level i mean that's another uh, the greatest level of humility that we can that we can find in god mm. yeah and like even when you were talking about how 
you know, for you as the head of the house, you don't lord your will over our family or anything like that. But whatever decisions we make, it's always, you know, it's always, we always discuss them. And um, when you were talking, you made me think of this verse that we, when we were speaking last time, when we were recording, um, this verse, in, which is found in Matthew chapter 11 from verse 28, where Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. You know, it's like Jesus is that in- invitation of come to me and learn. Like, you have to choose to learn. He's not going to lord his will over you he is and that which is interesting because he is the lord of lords and the king of Mm. kings but he doesn't put that over you like like exactly like you said that it's still a choice like that um that word that was given i think it was to joshua right at the beginning when before the israelites were were was it joshua when they were about to go into the promised land that look i said before you life and death (laughs) you know choose life that it's always a choice that we have and i think that's the gentleness of God, you know, uh, the the fact that he doesn't lord himself over us. And I guess I kind of want to bring it back to how does that now apply to us as children of God? Because remember that we, we've kind of spoken about it over with God and how God deals with us. But this is the fruit of the spirit that the Holy Spirit works within us. So I, I, I guess how would gentleness, how would that gentleness begin to kind of flow out out of us so, so, so to speak i don't know if i'm making sense with my question well um i think the gentleness comes in and it helps us in this way that you know we as the children of god i think first first and foremost what we look at ourselves as the children of god you know we follow after um what the word of god says and uh, the holy spirit most importantly has been given to us to teach us you know to mm. to lead us and guide us in mm. everything that we do so mm. i think um when we f- <clears throat> then follow the spirit and um the 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 leading of the spirit you know in our everyday lives we are faced with situations that you know sometimes we might need uh you we might need to exercise that humility, mm-hmm. you know, but that humility cannot just be, uh, you know, when we think about humility, us as people, mm. it's different from the humility that we might see uh, God trying to have us show, you know, putting ourselves down to, to a certain level, you know, like just how... Um, Christ, like how you mentioned that Christ came into this flesh, you know, mm. it's something that we, you know, he is a God, but then he then considered it not robbery. And then he said, I'm going to come into this flesh, mm. leave everything behind, you know, and, 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 and just come uh, down here on earth to fulfill the assignment, which mm. was to reunite man and God. And so I think it helps us also not to think highly of ourselves in certain yeah. instances, you know, because as as people, you know, we're bound to have that prideful nature in us and say, well, uh, I'm doing better than so-and-so, mm. you know. Yeah. Sometimes we, 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 we think highly of ourselves, yeah. but it, is that really what God wants us to, 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 to have the kind of thinking? And, you know, once we start thinking in a certain way, 
we might then end up acting in a certain way again. Yeah. And, you know, that acting wouldn't be showing really humility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but but our everyday lives then get affected with the way that we think, with the way that we 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 we, we, we think about ourselves. So I think um, in our everyday lives, we need to, we need to constantly, you know, have the Holy Spirit help us. Yeah. We need to constantly probably read the Word of God and, and, and find out what He says about uh, about humility. Yeah. I'm going to look up for a scripture real quick from the book of Proverbs. Okay. While you're looking for that one, I'm just going to go to, you know, you mentioned the scriptures when you talked about um, he considered it not robbery. So I just wanted to have a look at that scripture, which is in Philippians chapter 2, from verse 1. It says, the title in the NIV is Imitating Christ's Humility. It says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. I liked, I think you quoted the KJV when you said he considered it not robbery. And when I'm thinking of gentleness, you know, you spoke about how the gentleness that we might show as people might be different to the gentleness that God wants us to show. And I'm just thinking like, where you know you're you're right. You know, like I was thinking about when you're talking, I was thinking about turning the other cheek. You know how Jesus says, like, turn the other cheek. If somebody hits you, turn the other cheek. If somebody takes steals from you, give them your whole yeah, cloak. If t- yeah. somebody asks you to go one mile, go the extra mile yeah. kind of thing. That like the standard is so high. And it's like Jesus is is, is showing us that you, you we can't do it on our own. It's it's the Holy Spirit who works in us to bring all the all of these fruit and even this type of gentleness. You can try to fake it for a while, but <laughs> excuse me. But there comes a time where because you've got your fleshly nature and the spirit that are fighting against each other. If you're trying to do the things of the spirit with the flesh, there's going to come a point where it will become too much. You know, and you start feeling like, oh, people are taking advantage of me because you're relying on your flesh to live in the spirit. But when you rely on the Holy Spirit to actually develop these characteristics in you, it's, it won't be a big deal if people accuse you falsely. It, it's not something that will destroy you. It won't be a big deal for you to go the extra mile for your, for your brother. It won't be a big deal for you to lay down your self-righteousness. Even if you know you're right in an instance, it won't be a big deal for you to be wrong for the mm. sake of peace. So I think like when you're talking, that's when, that's how like that gentleness, I think can be, can be seen in us as children of God. It's in, in that thing where we don't consider it robbery because imagine that Jesus was God. Yeah. But the Bible says he did not consider it robbery for him to come in the form of a servant. Imagine him being the king of kings and he's like, I'm not losing out on anything 
if I come mm. in the form of a servant. Like that humility that we're speaking about. So sorry, I'll let you go to your verse and, in Proverbs. And so from Proverbs, uh, there is this verse that says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. Mm. But with humility comes wisdom, you know. Mm. And I think um, humility uh, helps you in, 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 in many ways because, you know, um, the gentleness of the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's when, 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 when you're gentle, you know, you don't, you, you also give an ear to listen, mm-hmm. you know, you also give an ear to listen to what the other person is saying, the Holy Spirit, uh, believe you not, uh, you might not, uh, you might not really uh think he does but he does listen you know he is he he does listen to even the the the, the things that we speak to him about yeah. you know when we develop that that communication pattern with him and so i want us to understand that you know most importantly as as the children of god when we develop that oh i speak and he listens but he also speaks and I listen, listen, you know, yeah. you, 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 that pride that that's within you, because much of the time, sometimes we think, oh, I'm the one who always has to say, say something, mm. you know, but sometimes you need to humble yourself. You know, you need to have that humility within you and say, OK, I'm not going to say a word, but I'm just going to listen to you, yeah. you know, and uh, and that humility you know, wakes in great ways because the moment you 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 sort of like uh, quieten yourself to listen, wisdom comes through as well. You know, like what the word of God is has spoken. So I think it helps us as children of God to have that um, humility within within ourselves because it it will help us even you know as how Christ uh, the word of God says like a lamp he was led to the slaughterhouse. Mm. You know, but then. He could have called a legion of angels to yeah. fight for him. You know, mm. he could have he could have called a massive army to come and defend him. But the whole armada. <laughs> <laughs> but he was humbled enough, and you know, to say, "I'm just still going to die the death of a cross." Yeah. You know, just in order for this mm. mission to be fulfilled. So I think uh, taking from that, like you said, that you know it's. When somebody slaps you on the other cheek, you need to turn the other cheek yeah. as hard as as that is. But I think to a certain degree, that's humility that God is expecting of us and say, hey, I know you, you are able to, to retaliate, but I don't want you to do that. I yeah. want you to, to, to humble yourself. You know, I yeah. want you to show uh, gentleness, you know. And as the world sees uh, gentleness on us, you know, then... It, it it definitely learns something, you know. You know when somebody, uh, I I don't know how you say it in in English, but my mother always quoted this verse in Shona. You know when when says somebody if somebody replies you with a soft spoken answer, you know it reduces your anger, like yeah. it 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 tones down your anger. But when somebody you know um, uh, speaks loudly to uh, loudly to you, you know. It's that one thing that it evokes your anger. So yeah. I think uh, gentleness in us will help us in many different ways oh. that, in many different ways that uh, that I think uh, we need to 
who we can learn from from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that is so so true. And like you know, even when you're talking about that verse where Jesus says, "Don't you know I can call down a legion of angels?" When you, as we're speaking about gentleness, I'd I'd never considered that verse to be an example of gentleness. Do you know what I mean? Then it's him saying, "Like I know fully well who I am. Yeah. I know fully well what's at my disposal." Like when you read it, the, every time I read it, I always read it with I don't know if pride is the right word. But I always read it as a like I am I I am Jehovah I am the Son of God. <laughs> you know, don't you know that I could call down legions of angels and not come to my? But then now I'm like, wait a minute. Actually, that is him being gentle, being like, you guys want to crucify me, but and, and you think it's because you. And I think wasn't it with Pilate? Pilate was like, um, I think he said that. Don't you know that I've got the power? to save your life or something like that, right? And then Jesus said, no, you don't. I, I, I'm the one who lays down my own life. Like sometimes when you when you read the words of Jesus, it can sound like he's speaking with pride or like yeah. he's being boastful. But then when you begin to understand the character of the Holy Spirit and the fact that Jesus and the Holy Spirit were one, you, you start to see the gentleness in that, that he's like, my sweet child, don't you understand that you're, you're actually not in control here? My father is in control. Do do you not think that I could call it that legions of angels if I wanted to right now? You think that I'm in danger, but you don't understand that you're in more danger than I am in. Even though you're mm. about to crucify me, mm. you're in more danger than I am in. Like I'm completely safe right mm. now. If I wanted to, I, there, there's le- there's angels that are ready to just spring into action, but I'm not going to let them do that because things need to happen this way. You know, understanding he understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> he understood the assignment basically. But um, I'm just, I just wanted to read the Galatians verse in the Amplified Version because I just really liked how it came out just as I'm about to just close this um, episode up. But because it's speaking, you know, about the fruit of the Spirit. This is what it says in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the Amplified Version. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, and I, like, I wanted, this is the, the sentence I wanted just to, to kind of highlight. It says, the result of his presence within us is love and selfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. You know, it's like all these things, they all build up one on top of the other. And the fact that it's the result of God's presence in us. And I think we really need to reiterate that, that it's not you, it's not us striving in our own strength to do these but it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. He's the one who works in us so that we are able to do the will of the Father. There's a verse that I found. Um, I'd need to go look for it. I'm not sure where it is, but it was one of those freeing verses that I found where it talks about how it's the Holy Spirit who works and wills it in us for us to be able to do the will of God. Mm. Like that it's not even up to you yourself, your fleshly and carnal mind to be able to do the will of God. You can't because your flesh and the, and, and God are at loggerheads. You're constantly, constantly at war, but it's the Holy Spirit who works in you. It's his job to, to do those things. It's not for you to strive. Like, you know, you begin to understand why Jesus says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light because it's not for you to strive. Mm. You know, I think Jesus said when he was asked, what, 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 what is, what is the work of, of, of us as believers? And he says, the works, the works of the, is just to believe in the one he sent. 
This mm. is this is my work is for you to believe in the one he sent and God sent the Holy Spirit and it's for us to believe that actually the Holy Spirit is able to work this in us. I like it doesn't matter how bad of a person you think you are. You could be that type of person that people in your office know you that you don't cross this person. You know, you know how we say in yeah. like these people are going to see me today. <laughs> if anybody yeah. crosses me, yeah. people like you might have that type of reputation that people literally walk in eggshells around you. Mm. But when the Holy Spirit, when you allow the Holy Spirit to work in you, you become the most gentle person that you're so sweet to be around. Like, you know, those people who've got gentle hearts, they, they just, you just want to be around them because they just have that sweet spirit. And I think, you know, that's how the Holy Spirit works in us. Um, and yeah, I think those were my last words. I don't know if you've got any other last words that you wanted to say. Well, for me, I think you have said it all. And uh, most uh, most importantly, I think it's understanding that for us to have a fruit, you know, it's 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 a result of something that is happening within us. You know, so um, the word of God, even uh, from Jesus Christ, he encourages us to abide in him yeah. and he will abide in us, you know, and with that, we will then have fruit. And, um, and with the Holy Spirit, uh, like the word of God says that, don't you know that your body is at the temple of the Holy Ghost? The mm. Holy Ghost dwells in us. And every single thing that we will see happening in the temple, uh, we should then understand that it is the Holy Spirit that is that is ministering inside mm. the temple, that is working inside the temple. Yeah. So as a result, we see we see gentleness, you know, like the church, we, we say the mm. church is a place of peace. Mm. You know, if, if, if you are in need or maybe you are going through, through things, you know, people say, why don't you go to the church? The church can help you. Mm. The church is the place that people expect the, the least hostility, you know. Yeah. People expect gentleness in church. Mm. They expect, humble people, you know, and yeah. uh, all the, all those traits. So I think most importantly for us, we are a, a temple on our yeah. own and the Holy Spirit is at work in us. And so what we see on the outside should be a result of what the Holy Spirit is working in us. Mm. And so as children of God, uh, my last words would be, that let's more listen to what the Holy Spirit yeah. has to say to us yeah. and follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit because yeah. he he knows better, you yeah. know. Yeah, he knows way better than we do. So, yeah, that will yeah. be my final words. Yeah, and I love how, how you said um, that people expect to see gentleness when they come to church. They expect, there's certain expectations that people have on the church, even in today's, in, even in today's um environment that we're living in that's why a lot of people are disillusioned when it comes to what church is and i guess really the onus is on us as children of god to to, to really like do a deep dive into our own hearts and, and see that are we actually being led by the holy spirit and are these fruit of the spirit resulting are we actually branches that produce good fruit as jesus mm. said and if we're not then maybe we need to go back to the to the to the to the to the farm to the gardener to the is it what's what's he called is it the vineyard keeper what what, what is it called <laughs> <laughs> i need you to help me the, the, <laughs> the, i don't know there's a word in the bible like you know the person who prunes the trees the gardener, the gardener. I, there's, a, there's a nice word for it i can't think of it but we need to go back to the gardener and 
like really have improved us, you know, like David said to, to God, he's like, search me, oh Lord, and know my ways and know my heart. And if there be anything in me that offends you, let me know about it. Like we need to be ready to pray those prayers because Aish, the Lord is coming and he's coming very, very soon. And he's not going to come to an unclean bride. And for us as children of God, we are part of the bride of Christ. So if we need, like, we need to start getting our stuff in order very, very quickly. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast episode, I think, that we could, we could, we could go on and on and on. But thank you, babe, for such an amazing conversation. This was nice. You should come back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. I'm glad to be, to be here and, you know, just to have this talk about, uh, about God and uh, just hear what God has to say to us. Yeah. So will you join us for the next one when we're talking about self-control? Well, if the invitation is on the table. It is. It is on the table. <laughs> because I think in, to close this out, as I said before, there's two more things that we kind of need to talk about. So that's self-control. And then there's that last part of the verse, of verse 23 in Galatians chapter 5, which says, against such things there is no law. So I really want to do an episode on that to understand why is there no law on like the fruit of the spirit and really get into I feel like that that sentence is fully loaded like when we, I'm I'm really excited to do a bit of a of a you know you you've gone to bible school what do you call it when you do a study an exegetical <laughs> <laughs> An in-depth study. In-depth. Ex- 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 there's an ex-something ex- word, like <laughs> study of the Bible, talking about the Greek word and the Hebrew word for law, and what was the law did it represent. And <laughs> no, but for real though, I, I, so next the next episode, we're going to be talking about self-control. And then after that, we're going to wrap it up and talking about against such things, there is no law. But again, thank you so much, babe, for coming and, you know, just being such a great support and encouraging me to get back into podcasting. And I truly pray that everybody is blessed. If there's any topics that you'd like us to talk about, please feel free to reach us, reach out to us on Instagram, on Facebook, send us an email. We'll be happy to hear from you. And you never know, watch this space. Maybe the Lord might move in us and we might even start another podcast. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just be the podcasting temples. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, thank you so much um, for joining us today, guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are, wherever you're at. And like I said, feel free to reach out to us. God bless you. You may be listening right now and in your heart of hearts, you know your relationship with God is not where it should be. You've fallen away somehow simply because of life. Or it may be the case that you've never had a relationship with the Father and as you listen to our podcasts, you're feeling a tugging in your heart and you would like to have a deep and intimate relationship with God. If any of these scenarios apply to you, I invite you to say this prayer after me. Father in heaven, I thank you. I thank you for loving me. Thank you for calling me to be in a loving relationship with you. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I thank you, Father, that you sent your one and only Son to die for me so that I can be saved. Jesus Christ, I believe that you are the Son of God and that you died and rose again for me. I turn away from my sins and invite you into my heart 
as my personal Lord and Savior. I commit my life to you, and I ask you to send the Holy Spirit into my life to guide me and help me do your will. Thank you for your love and your grace that has saved me. It's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer and you believed it in your heart, I want to welcome you to the family of God. The word of God in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 to 10 says that if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Congratulations on deciding to walk with God. I can tell you from experience that it's such an exciting journey to traverse through life with him and that there's so much rejoicing in heaven right now over the decision you've made. I really encourage you to buy a Bible or download the Bible app on your phone and just start to read the Bible every day, even if it's a verse a day, just so you can learn to hear the voice of God and that your faith may be increased. I also encourage you to join a local Bible-believing church so that you can fellowship with other Christians and make sure to tell somebody of the decision that you've made. I would also absolutely love it if you reached out to us on Instagram or on Facebook or even send us a voice message on anchor.fm to tell us of your decision to follow Christ. We would absolutely love to walk this journey with you and to connect with you and to grow with you as we travel this life together as children of God. Once again, I want to say thank you for joining us here on Words from Abba. And remember that this is a place where we look to reveal the Father's heart so that you may be confident in who he is and what he has to say to and about you. We'll see you again in the next episode. Music